T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 74 pages is what they put together asking a question of where can we go? Literally, where can we go as into the restroom and they're looking at the golden triangle of downtown Pittsburgh and trying to improve restroom facilities in the downtown area and their argument is that this will create positive outcomes for not only business but for tourism and for tourists as well as those people who live in that area and we are delighted to be joined by one of the lead authors of this particular study from Point Park University. Welcome to the program Dr. Heather Starr-Fiedler. Dr. Fiedler it's good to have you on the program. How are you? Thanks. Great. Thanks for having me. So where did this all start? I mean, I know that there are a lot of different uh, organizations in downtown. You've got a Business Owners and Managers Association or BOMA. You've got um, the, the Pittsburgh Downtown Partnership. I mean, you've got all sorts of agencies that are there. What was the genesis of this? It, yeah, there really are so many stakeholders. It's incredible. The genesis of the project really did come from BOMA. So the Business Owners and Managers Association of Pittsburgh really started looking into the idea of public restrooms a year or so ago, and they found it just to be an overwhelming topic. And as they dug down further into a rabbit hole, they realized that it was just a bigger topic than they had time to explore. So they reached out to the university and asked if it was something that we might like to explore. And, you know, we love doing this kind of research. So we took it on as a summer class in our doctoral program. And we had a great time learning all about it and putting together this report um, on behalf of them. And Heather is the chair, by the way, of the Department of Community Engagement at Point Park University. Point Park is right there in the midst of all of this. I worked downtown at KDKA for 11 years. I saw it myself as well. But when we look at this, I mean, let, let's just take Market Square as an example, okay? Everybody's been to Market Square at some point here in the last year, right? Yeah, there, there's tons of bathrooms down there. I mean, there's a Dunkin' Donuts there. There's a Primanti Brothers there. There's a Star Starbucks there. There's a Moe's down there. It seems to me that there's a Chipotle down. I mean, there's no shortage or or is there? I mean, because just because there's a public facility doesn't mean the public can use it, right? Well, those are private restaurants. Those are not public facilities. Those are restaurants that you need to pay to play. You know, you need to um, purchase something or have the privilege to be able to go in and ask to use the restroom. And not everybody has that privilege. So there really aren't any true public restrooms in Market Square or really in most of downtown Pittsburgh. Um, Occasionally, we'll see a portage on set up in Market Square if there's an event going on. But that's um, not that common. And really, nobody wants to use a portage on. So how do we fix the problem? I mean, if these are all private, if you will, it seems to me that if you're going to start putting in bathrooms, you're not just going to start putting up concrete block facilities and starting to build bathrooms. How, How do you do that? Yeah, it's not an easy problem to solve or else, you know, every city would have solved the problem already. It's a it's what we would call a wicked problem. It has lots of, um, you know, tentacles and lots of uh, things that that make it not easy to solve. There are people that certainly abuse public restrooms. Um, There are long term maintenance costs and uh, things that we need to think about when we think about installing public restrooms. And so 
We did a lot of research and we looked at cities uh, nationally and cities globally who are trying to solve this problem and who are having varying levels of success. So there are some cities like Denver and Portland and San Francisco who are doing some really great work. And there are other cities who aren't uh, having such great success. And there are cities, uh, you know, in Europe that have been working with public restrooms for decades. And so we really tried to find out what the best practices were and make some recommendations to BOMA and to the city of Pittsburgh and to the downtown partnership to give them some options to think about. And so we made some recommendations in the report for things that we could start to look at. And some of those recommendations included installing either portable or fixed units uh, that would be new, but also things like encouraging businesses to allow the public to use their restrooms. That's a simple solution that might work. Um, And, you know, things like that, or having some restrooms that are in things like public parking garages or city county building or libraries open more hours and having a wayfinding system where people actually know where to find those restrooms, because sometimes there are restrooms, but we just don't know they exist. Dr. Heather Starfiedler joining us on the program. She's with Point Park University and has been involved in putting together the downtown Pittsburgh bathroom report, for lack of a better term. How big a problem is it, do you think? If, if I say one is no problem, you can always find a place, 10 is you know, we've got a big time. Uh, where are we on that scale in, in downtown Pittsburgh? Where do you think? Well, it's a hard question to answer because I think some of it depends on who you are. Um, you know, for me, can I always find a place? Yes, because... You know, I work downtown and I can always go to my office. Um, You know, I may I have the privilege to be able to pay for a soda and go into Chipotle and use their restroom. If if I was a homeless individual, uh, the problem is a 10. You know, so I think it depends on who you are and what privilege you have. But there are certainly individuals, even those individuals who have chronic kidney disease or Crohn's disease, who, um, you know, their number is a lot higher than somebody who doesn't have something like that. So. It really depends, but it's definitely an issue, and it's an issue that if we solved it would make it more equitable and it would make it a better city for all of us. And I'm sure that depends also is if you're downtown as opposed to Lawrenceville as opposed to Oakland, the answer is different in all three of those places, isn't it? Of course it is, you know, and, you know, several years ago, the um, area put in a public restroom in the south side to try to curb some of the behavior that was happening there, and it didn't succeed. But, you know, this is an issue that isn't new, and, you know, we've been trying to fix this in various places around Pittsburgh and, as I said, other cities in the country for decades. So it's, you know, it's not something that we just discovered, uh, but it's something that we're hoping maybe we can shed a little light on and, and maybe we can try to make it a little bit better um, this this time, you yeah. know, we'll see. But it's, yeah, definitely. That's why it's a hard problem to solve because it's different every day for every person in every neighborhood. A lot of things to ponder here. A lot of things to yeah. ponder here. Before I let you go, what next? What happens next now that this report is published? So the Building Owners and Managers Association is meeting with the mayor's office and the downtown partnership to look at some of the recommendations that we made and some of the research that we uncovered to see if there are some, uh, you know, low-hanging fruit that they might be able to do now. Um, And some of those things are really simple, like reopening some restrooms that were closed due to COVID and maybe encouraging some local business owners to allow the public to use their restrooms and putting more signage up so that we know where the restrooms are located that do exist. That are already there. Um, And then, 
Yeah, and then taking some of the bigger steps to maybe install some restrooms in high-traffic areas like Market Square or near the transit centers or the cultural district. Yeah, well, a lot of things to, to ponder. And again, we sure appreciate you being with us and, and breaking it all down for us. And again, 74 pages you can't do in a few minutes on KDK, but thanks for at least bringing us the, the tip of the iceberg, okay? Yeah, thanks for letting us share this. We sure appreciate it. Dr. Heather Starfiedler joining us from Point Park University here on KDKA. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.